The Talking Point with Kathy Mosasana. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. For our thinking point today, I thought we'd look at the issue of the performance contracts um, for ministers. You'd remember it was called for a long time ago and President Cyril Ramaphosa promised uh, at the time that he came into the presidency that these contracts would be signed but only now uh, is it happening. The Public Service Accountability Monitor commending Ramaphosa's release of those performance contracts with his cabinet ministers. Now they meant to to strengthen the capacity of the state and increase accountability. Uh, for more on this, the director at the Public Service Accountability Monitor is Jay Cruz. Jay, good morning and thank you for your time today. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning to your listeners. Let's talk about these performance agreements, right? When you look at part of what has been said uh, and how the president then plans on monitoring the output of his ministers and eventually determining if they need to stay or if they need to go, do you think that the measure that is being used is a fair one? I do. I've considered the, the agreements, which are now available on the government websites, and uh, they certainly are tied to the medium-term strategic framework as well as the updated annual performance plans for the various ministries. Um, so I, I see it as a step in the right direction um, and, a, and a means with which um, civil society um, can better engage with these ministers and, of course, hold ministers to account where they are underperforming. The big issue is also going to be around monitoring, and a lot of this seems to uh, be centered in the Department of Planning, Monitoring and Evaluation that is set to prepare these scorecards. Now, mm. when when we look at some of the themes, right, so uh, the main seven themes, which include among them economic transformation and job creation, a capable, ethical, developmental state, etc., etc., these are very generic. And I hear you on the uh, medium-term um, frameworks in terms of the fact that they narrow down some of those themes and perhaps provide a bit more detail but it's it can still be quite broad so how what indicators are going to be used to determine whether a particular minister is actually doing what they're supposed to be doing because it's not that it comes down to targets of rands and cents and number of projects etc etc so the indicators that should be drawn upon and and which should appear within the performance agreements are those that, that, that are in the annual performance plans of these various departments that the ministers hold oversight over. Um, and if they don't um, align with those and those um, indicators and, and targets are not clear, then it's going to frustrate efforts to improve performance and hold ministers and, of course, director generals and staff to account. Um, I've had a look at, at a, a range of ministers' and performance agreements uh, during the course of yesterday and this morning. And there definitely is clear indicators there um, that, that are measurable, that um, are not you know, um, general or too vague. Um, but at the end of the day, the issue will be, will the president, supported by the Department of Performance Monitoring and Evaluation, in fact um, undertake these, these, these measurements and, and produce scorecards that are useful in order to inform decisions um, that result in consequences where there is substandard performance and, and results in corrective action um, 
so that we see improved levels of service delivery and and we have ministers and and line ministries and departments um, that that uh, see progress and improvement in the delivery of of public services that's what's going to be critical um, I would want to I would I would from the from the perspective of the Public Service Accountability Monitor, want uh, to see the Department of Performance Monitoring and Evaluation releasing those scorecards um, to aid engagement with these ministries um, and and to assist with the oversight. Let's talk about the process that will be followed, especially for those people who are not performing at the level that they should. So if there's a particular minister that is consistently getting a bad scorecard, does it mean that the first time round um, they would be subject to a potential reshuffle or will it be a while? So um, the, the, in the ordinary course, uh, a minister is, is there, is appointed um, on, you know, at the request of the, of the president, and the president has the power to to appoint and dismiss um, these ministers. Uh, so that, that that ultimately is a is a decision of the sitting president. Um, within these performance agreements, um, there is a, a framework explained uh, or provided for how um, the the performance will be assessed um, and where there is uh, substandard performance, how that will be addressed. Um, that gives a, a mechanism to to the president and ministers to engage on issues of performance. Um, but yeah, at the end of the day, um, the president has the power to to remove and to reshuffle um, as he as he pleases or she pleases, depending on the case. Jay, do you believe that this is going to lead to better outcomes in terms of the work that ministers are doing? If 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 there are consequences for for underperformance. Yes, I believe there will be. Um, but it, yeah, it, it, it really depends on the extent to which um, the president, supported by the Department of Performance Monitoring and Evaluation, and of course the ministers, um, give effect to the commitments contained in these performance agreements. If, if mm-hmm. the ministers don't and the president fails to act um, where there is substandard performance, it'll be more of the same. And you're bringing me to my next point here because the reality is that often when we look up, when we look at the setup of a cabinet, we're told that a part of the decisions that the president has made also have to do with the political um, machinations within the governing party and that there's some people who are there that maybe shouldn't be there, but they're there because they serve a particular purpose and they maintain whatever balance of powers need, need to be maintained uh, for political purposes. Do you think that this will bring an end to you know that system of politics and how it translates itself into our government? I think it will assist in moving us away from that trend, which we saw far too often in, in, the, in the past few years. Um, again, it, it requires an active citizenry. It requires an openness on the part of government. It requires commitment from leaders, be they ministers or the president. Um, and, and of course, um, we want to see parliament playing a more um, effective role in, in, in overseeing the executive. So um, there are encouraging signs here. One of the other developments which has, which I would commend is the release mm-hmm. of the delegations. Uh, there, so there's also on, on the website now, one can access um, the, the delegation letter that a minister has issued um, delegating certain powers to deputy ministers. And that I, I see as an important new development um, because often um, 
we find challenges in understanding which powers have been delegated to a deputy minister. Now you can see the mm. letters are there. And that will help if one wants to direct or engage with the minister or the deputy minister. It will hopefully shorten time frames and, again, ensure more responsiveness and ability to connect them and hold to account the deputy ministers and ministers and, of course, the president. All right, Jay. Thank you so much for uh, coming on to the show. Jay Cruz is the director at the Public Service Accountability Monitor. So there you heard it then. The performance uh, agreements between the ministers and the president have been released and made public. Jay, uh, from the uh, service Public Service Accountability Monitor, certainly seems optimistic around what the outcomes of this process might be. Do you have confidence that this is going to improve the kind of work that we're seeing, at least from ministers within various departments? Are you confident that it's going to increase their output? Um, I'd like to hear your thoughts on this matter. The number to dial, of course, is 011-714-2006-41391. And on the WhatsApp line, it's 0614-104-107. And on Twitter, it's at SFM Radio, the hashtag SFM Talking Point. Let me read maybe one or two more messages that you're sending in. This is on COVID-19 in particular. Okay, uh, this is not COVID-19. It's a message from Anonymous. Hi, Kathy. I'm not sure if the government officials responsible for uploading the agreements are aware. Uh, the agreement for Minister Pravin Gordon is not uploaded on the site. What is uploaded is an, an addendum to the agreement which is not even signed by the President. Okay, thanks for that, Anonymous. I certainly didn't notice that. I'll go and have a look at it a little later.